Hello, welcome to Black Door Music Argument. I'm Karsten. I'm Barry. And today we're going to uh, give you a suggestion to expand your musical collection in a different direction. If you dare. Yes. Uh, so so the album that I suggested that Barry familiarize himself with, and I think that really should be a part of everybody's, your music, your discography, you need this, is the album Philosophy of the World by the Shags. And if you aren't familiar with this, seriously, pause right now. <laughs> you honestly, you will appreciate this conversation so much more. Go hit up YouTube, Apple Music, Spotify, Google Music, whatever your deal is. Go hit it up and listen to the song Philosophy of the World. As far into it as you can make it, then come back. We'll wait. Has it been long enough? I think they, I think they played the whole album. I think they just played the whole. They, they just could. They just probably listened the whole thing, right? Right. Well, I mean, I'd listened to it twice through the first time I listened to it. Okay, cool. All right. So should we just continue? Or should we keep waiting? Yeah. Well, a couple more seconds. Okay. All right. Hooey! <laughs> what a ride! Ooh, what do you think about that? Uh, yeah. 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 Well, uh, how far did you make it? Oh, cool. Neat. Um, so I challenged Barry. To listen to this album, the by the Shags, and Barry was not super on board. Well, but uh, then I actually put it to a vote that we were going to vote him off the podcast if he did not listen to the entire album. So he obliged. He apparently likes it here. Well, I enjoy it, and the thing is, when I first listened to it, I, I was thinking that it was really 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 bad and in some ways it it is really bad but i i still think and i know that karsten probably disagrees with me that i think despite it sounding the way it does it's not uh unintentional i think there's there's some reason and there's still some something to be gleaned from this as an album now, how did you feel after the second time through? No, the second time through, I was even more on board with it. I was not a full lover because it's funny. You do a little research on the Shags, and there are people who love this band. They think it's genius, and they think and, and they actually got them uh, to do a reunion. Uh, what back in two thousand one or something like that? Uh, but it album came out in sixty nine, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> so. People follow it, uh, and 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 the the sisters who were making this music stopped making it as soon as their dad died. Wasn't that true? Yeah. Do you want to? Sh- do you have any history up there? I see that you're actually looking at this. Well, I'm I'm trying to scoot through while we're while we're talking, but from uh, Doctor Wikipedia is that? What yeah, you're from Doctor Wikipedia. So my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, and uh, if you have problems, go ahead and contact the uh, the uh, complaint department. But I believe that it was actually that they were essentially formed by their father. Yeah. Their father believed anybody could sell records if you just play enough. Just keep doing it. People people buy it. Which I mean I've I've been on YouTube before. I think there's a lot of truth to that. But with in this particular case, none of them could really play instruments. But they made an album called Philosophy of the World. And if you listen to it, that, that pretty much sums it up right there. That, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. They stopped playing originally in nineteen seventy five. Um, it was 1968 to 75 the first time. Then they did a reunion in 99 and 2017. And also they, 
they they played live shows so it, it's not like this was a studio band they would play live performances at dances mm-hmm. uh, presumably sounding like the albums and i mean people like frank zappa called this you know breakthrough music now granted you know frank zappa's got a very distinct taste to his music but you know it's not saying that only you know people who don't know music i mean you may dislike Frank Zappa's taste, but he's definitely he definitely was uh, at his time a, a very talented and very knowledgeable musician. Well, and the thing is, people were looking for things that are different, and in this case, this is very different. It is very now, different. I, I will say part of the reason why I enjoy it, okay, and I can appreciate it, is I was someone who I played in bands when I was younger, and it was around that time where everyone was kind of learning how to play as a band it can definitely take you back in some cases to being around that. And that's the part that's nostalgic to me. I don't necessarily think everyone would feel that. And generally, those are not the ideal times to listen to things where you're like, oh, the drummer's off by like uh, two and a quarter beats. They'll get there, though. They'll catch up eventually. Their choruses, their transitions, the things that work. And I remember when I was playing in bands like that, that is the way the transitions would work. Right. You would hit the chorus, bam, everyone's back together. Because the chorus was the thing everyone knew, and then the verses would kind of fall apart. Well, you know, it's funny because if you listen to this, especially like the drummer, you can tell a distinct beat. You can tell a distinct, you know, rhythm that she's doing. And then if the singer, now let's see, I, I got their names here. So uh, Dorothy Dot Wigan was the lead guitar and vocalist. Betty Wigan was vocalist and rhythm guitar. Helen Wigan was drum. And then later, uh, later Rachel Wigan was played the bass. But they, it's almost like they would get in time and then, you know, on purpose get out of time. So I think it had a certain intentionality. And I, th- part of me thinks it was to try to displease their father enough to make them stop, make him <laughs> that, stop. That would honestly be the best explanation ever. Because, oh man, I mean, and and the other, I, I'm trying to pull up a, 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 I'll find it here eventually. But the the uh, the album, uh, what's it called again? The philosophy, philosophy of, of the world. world. It's it's got some songs in there that I think really. At the time, because you know it was more more innocent time, people would take things as written value. But if you look at it from today's eye, it's kind of like th- this is intentionally tongue in cheek. This is so. If you did not get a chance to listen to the album or the the song, I think it's it's Halloween. I'd have to pull up the track list here, but the Halloween one, man, you're missing out. So I will say that there's uh, it's Halloween is that song, and it is. Yeah, it's 12 songs on this album, a total of 32 minutes. And I will say, probably the first time you listen through it, and probably every time you listen through it, you're going to question whether or not you're ever going to get this time back. And the answer is no, you will not. But I will say for me, there is some nostalgic to it. It's not something I will turn on often. A part of part of it's it just makes me laugh. And I love introducing people to it and making them listen to it in some cases. Because, like, I, I will say, I put my music on shuffle. When my song goes on shuffle, there are times where I go, I'm not skipping it. I'm going to listen to it. If I have said this is part of my musical collection, I either listen to it or kill it out. Mm-hmm. When I do that, my wife freaks the fuck out when the shags come on because inevitably we're driving in the car. And I'm like, we're listening all the way through okay. this. Let's, let's get into a little bit of the lyrics. Okay, go for it. Philosophy of the World, the song, 
I'm just going to read the little, the first part. This because from 1968, 1968, this was put out. Oh, the rich people want what the poor people's got, and the poor people want what the rich people's got, and the skinny people want what the fat people's got, and the fat people want what the skinny people got. That's pretty profound for the time. That's pretty good lyrics. No, come on. I mean, everybody wants what other everybody else has. Yeah, you know, profound it, though is the key word. There. Fine. Okay, maybe not profound, but you know, it's this is straight out of the the folk lyric time of the, of the time. Of the period, time. This would be right within the zeitgeist. Yes. So I mean, you put this with some jangly guitar instead of their uh, offbeat, you know, melodramatic you know, playing and uh the you would have you'd probably have a pop hit with that those lyrics. It's Bob Dylan. Oh the rich people want Yeah, if only you have a fake gravelly got. voice and some, you know, paid guitars behind you, you, you could make a record with that. <laughs> Technically they made a record and they've sold copies. They did. They did. Uh let's see here. The other one I wanted to find I think it was the parents. Is that the song? Parents? Who are parents? Um, parents are the ones who really care. Who are parents? Parents are the ones who who are already are, are always there. When I was when I I can't remember which song this is in the album, but when I heard this, I just started laughing because I had already read the story about their dad making them do this, and as soon as he died, they stopped cold and didn't do it again until people asked them to do it again. I really think that this was just, uh, this was kind of like a middle finger to the parents. Like, uh, it's, you know, it's kind of like this was the black comedy of the time. Continuing on with these amazing lyrics. It's Halloween. It's Halloween. It's time for scares. It's time for scream. It's Halloween. It's Halloween. The ghosts will spook. The spooks will scare. Why, even Dracula will be there. Yeah. It's time for games. It's time for fun. Not just one, but for everyone. It's Halloween. It's Halloween. 1968. Yeah. Um so look, is this going to be is this going to be your go-to listen music? No. It's but if you're in a weird place and you want and you don't know what you want to listen to and if you want to try to make yourself Grab on to some music with your mind. Squeeze it and see what juice you can get to drip out of it. This is a great album to just make your your mind try to solve the puzzle. Oh, you won't solve it, but it's a great exercise. Can I just say also, I just have to share this. When I first told Barry that this was the album I want to do, he literally told me to fuck off. He was like, I'm not doing that album. And I was like, no, you you have to give it a chance. Yes, um, it look it when you first give it the listen, it's just weird goofy it's awkward you it's hard but i'm like if you actually give it a chance it's really not as bad as you think it is and in fact you almost kind of look forward to how far off the beat is going to go how weird does the guitar go like yeah it becomes this so either i'm just blowing smoke or stockholm syndrome has set in or something but i just love that now that i'm listening to no. this, barry didn't come at this at heart at all he was like oh just practical information yeah 1968 this really wasn't that bad like oh, i think it's okay I'm just so happy about that. But, but seriously, <laughs> so for me, I would encourage people to listen to it. And part of that is it is definitely a different direction. And when you listen to that time, I feel in many cases, we think about music today. Music is incredibly accessible. 
the the music that we have it's not tied by geographic radio stations the djs that are going to the play it where you can actually buy it mm -hmm. you click into your digital library and you can get anything this was a different time yeah it was a different place not everyone could throw their mixtape up tape up on youtube this was this is honestly in some cases it's a really good example of the zeitgeist mm -hmm. we know the big hitters from that time when you actually start digging into some of the lesser knowns right we, and when you understand that back then, uh, people got records by buying them out of car trunks at the shows. Right. You, you're not going down to the store to buy Elvis Presley. You're buying Elvis Presley's record when the show comes through town. And I mean, that's where you can go into some of the marketing things. This will expand out. You can talk about how the Beatles did some of those things that actually kind of created that the record store idea was not what you would think of as the record store idea. Our, our idea of right. record store and what's happening then. Not the same. No. They're very the, different. The hardware store would sell the record players, and they'd have a small selection of right. what the adults probably want to listen to. Right. So this is this is one that I would really encourage you. Give it a listen. Give it a serious listen. Not just, oh, yep, this is real goofy. Or if all you're going to listen to is listen to it at surface value, yeah. play it for every one of your fucking friends and make them <laughs> listen to it every time they're in the goddamn car. You have to learn to grow the shags. Let them grow on you enough that whenever you're giving someone a ride... This also, if you are an Uber driver, I have a challenge for you. Shag Sunday, only the shags all day on Sunday. Report back to the Black Door Music Argument. Let us know how it went down. I'll give you five stars and a tip. That's all I'm looking for. Anyways, I appreciate you listening. Hopefully, you'll give this a chance. Uh, I'm Karsten. I'm Barry. Thank you. If you like this episode, we are so sorry. But this has been the Black Door Music Argument, where opinions are always welcome. But are probably wrong. Including mine. We provide the best research Wikipedia offers. So tell all of your friends and your mistress. Or your manstress. Or your other token female friends. But not your grandma. Unless your grandma's fucking cool. Make sure to rate and review us on iTunes. Look for us on Instagram. We're not on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. We don't tweet. Like us on Facebook. Okay, Boomer. Talk about us on MySpace. Or Friendster. Stop trying to out MySpace me. And always remember to clear your browser history. But most of all. Especially important. Super crucial. The ultimate. Baby, baby it's cold outside. Ah. <clears throat>